Welcome to episode 44 of Lost Signals. My name is Daryl. I'm JD. Good morning. Morning. Yeah, I just woke up. And remember what I just said right before we went on air? It's like, Loki. Just give me five minutes? Give me five minutes. Right as the uh, theme song was ending. Yeah, he's like jumping around in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Get two pit bulls, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Oh, yeah, of course. It is fun. They are fun. It's just sometimes they're a little uppity. Maybe that's the right word. Rambunctious? Rambunctious. Just dogs, you know. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, this is kind of a weird day for us to do a podcast. Like a Tuesday afternoon. And I guess not really that weird. No, not overly. But the thing is, is that it was a very busy weekend when it comes to, like, entertainment and news and whatnot. So, I mean... You might as well jump on it while we can. Yeah, all sorts of stuff happened this weekend. But I mean, let's, let's, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. But I mean, I'm dealing of about day 200 of this perpetual hell that is winter in Saskatchewan. I know we talked <laughs> about this last time, but it hasn't gotten any better. It's, no. uh, I think it was, I was kind of working outside last night and it was like minus 17. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm rather struck by that. I'm not happy with it. Like, I don't know who pissed Mother Nature off, but man, that bitch is like, she's holding a grudge right now against us. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. Just uh, mad. Man, mm. like. It was. Uh, no, like, it's supposed to get better, but I'm not seeing it anytime soon. So, mm. I don't know. I was uh, I was doing my shift at the radio station, uh, live shift on Sunday, and I made the mistake of bringing up the weather. And. Yeah. Mother Nature in Prince George is like, you don't like it? Give me 10 minutes. It's, <laughs> and It's the same here. Yeah. So, like, I, I brought up the weather, and then suddenly the c- clouds just rolled in, and it's snow and sleet and hail. I'm like, well, you blame it on me, because <laughs> I'm the one who brought this up. So yep. Mother Nature clearly found this, like, hidden somewhere in the backseat of the car, and so just <laughs> threw it out there. Yeah. It, and 10 minutes later, it, like, skies opened up, blue sky, and, yeah. like... I know, like in, in like in the summer here, I've been on the golf course too. It's like you know, it's it's a great day. You know, it looks not a cloud mm-hmm. in the sky. You get to yeah. the third hole, and then just this wall of black clouds rolls in and just dumps like four inches of rain on you for like ten minutes. And yeah. it's nice again. I don't <laughs> maybe climate change is real. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> maybe, a sci- maybe. I'm a sci- not a scientist nor a doctor. I play one on TV though. But. <laughs> so. Let's be honest. We mm. we talk a lot about wrestling on this podcast. Like we do a lot, and that's yeah. we're it, there's going to be lots of wrestling talk on this one too. Sure. So Saturday and Sunday was WrestleMania. Um, two night event. Two nights. Even leading up to it, there was some some rumors about you know WWE getting sold, and we'll touch on that in a bit. So I mean, it's mm. lots of. Uh, lots of mentions of them in the media in the last while. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like with that being said, everybody was expecting WrestleMania to be like this grandiose event. And it always is. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's 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 a big, big event with lots of like a crazy attendance. I mean, which they always do lie about because it's never as many people as they say it is. Oh, God, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, 160,000 people. Yeah. How many of those yeah. are doubles and, and how much is that staff? And yeah, exactly. 
So, I mean, it's, it's since day one, it's always been padded numbers with that, which is kind of leading into the shadiness, which is WWE, right? Mm. So, WrestleMania night one. I don't remember all of the matches. I do remember, I mean, I remember the matches being well done. Mm. Like, I'd have to pull up, like, again, I just woke up, so I can, like, off the top of my head, it's not working. Um, I was reading a Reddit thread, like, the, they do the live threads on Reddit during, during yeah. pay-per-views like that. And everybody's, like, saying, like, through the whole, like, the whole night one, it's like, yeah, this is the greatest WrestleMania I've ever, that, that's ever been. I'm like, and yeah. I was agreeing with them, like, the, uh, the lot, like, the main event with... Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. Oh yeah, was fantastic. It was a yes, great tag was. match. It was the right people won, mm. in my opinion. You know, <clears throat> but then it's we, the payoff of long term storytelling. Yes, yeah. But then it leads us to the shit show that was night two. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so. They opened with Braun Strowman versus Omos or whatever his name is. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Who did I say? Braun Strowman. (laughs) See, again, I just woke up. So, (laughs) no, it's fire. Brock Brock Lesnar. Okay. Okay. I'll get a couple of those today. Um, Mm. So, Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Um, It's two big dudes. Yep. Beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, exactly. Big beefy boys just slapping, slapping meat on meat. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's exactly what Vince McMahon loves. He loves the yes. big, the big dudes. I don't yes. know. I never understood why. Me neither. You know, like they just. I mean, they're good to come in and squash somebody, but like they're not a. I don't think they're any person you should put a title on. Anyway, I mean, Brock Lesnar is a little different because of the 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 name recognition. He's established. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so like this, that match lasted about six minutes and it was, it was okay. But I don't know, as the night went on, it just went like the wrong people won, you know, like, like Oscar should have beaten Bianca Belair for sure. And she has yet to win anything at any WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just going to pull up the matches here because like, sure, it's, uh, it, it's, it's eluding me right now. And now you're going to hear my really loud keyboard. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll back you up here. Okay. So. Let's see, uh, result. Here we go. Okay. So the, the women's fatal four showcase for, yep. uh, for tag teams. Um, why wasn't that? Named as like a number one contenders match for uh, uh, for the titles. Yeah, there was nothing on the line. No, it was just yeah. like, oh, here, here, ha- have a match. It's like, yeah. okay, that's uh, dumb, but whatever. Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Shotzi and Natalia, Chelsea Green, Sonya Deville, Shayna Baszler, and Ronda, Ronda Rousey. And Ronda was barely in it, and she got the, the pinfall. Yeah. Well, she was hurt recently, I thought. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why I I don't I don't know. It's just weird because I know I thought I like I think I follow her on Twitter or Instagram or something, and she put something that's like about you know recovery or something, and then she's back right away. It's like it doesn't make any sense. 
No. But whatever. I mean, like, I, I don't think I, I, I got home after uh, the event started, so I, I might have just skipped through that one because I want to get to live, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the uh, the Gunther versus Sheamus and Drew McIntyre match was good, but again, it's big meaty men slapping meat off of each other. But it was good. And, um, it was well done. All, all, all three are like they're they're no slouches. Like they're yeah. great. Right? Yeah. Um, like as much of a fan as I am is of Drew. Uh, Sheamus should have gotten that one because the Intercontinental Championship is the one championship that's eluded him. Yeah. Which is weird because yeah. it's a mid-tier, you know, championship. But I mean, he is yeah. what he does. Maybe he just wants that Grand Slam, just to mm -hmm. say that he has it. Uh, and then Bianca Belair against Oscar. I think Oscar should have won. I think it, it, it's time to. I don't, like Bianca Belair is. It's not that she's stale, but there's something not as appealing about her that character anymore. You know what I mean? Like maybe she yeah. needs a good heel turn, or no, something. She, uh, she she's been booked for a while as this powerhouse, which I mean, no argument. Yeah, she is. She's incredibly strong. Yeah, and versatile. But yeah, like the character and development is just stale. Yeah, it's tired. So like like put yeah. it on Oscar, you know. But you know that's again that goes back to this uh, the booking that that Vince McMahon does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, the, the weirdest match happened after that. Like the most ridiculous thing I've seen in sports entertainment. Yeah. I mean, and I've been watching this shit since I was six. Right. So let's, yeah. let's be honest. Like it's been a long time. See, yeah. Um, and the dogs are barking in the background again. Anyways. So <clears throat> the Miz and Snoop Dogg were hosts for WrestleMania cause it was in LA. Yeah. Uh, on night one, uh, Snoop Dogg put uh, The Miz in a match with Pat McAfee, which was funny. It was a, uh, a dude from the NFL came in and beat the shit out of, out of The Miz, and it was funny. Yeah. And one second. Yeah. Pat McAfee is also, like, he, again, he's established. He has the ability to put on a performance. And, yes, And 100%. put on a match. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And, you know, and he, and he, like, not only being like a former NFL player himself, like he, he loves the sport and he does like, he covers it well. He, he's a good ambassador for it. Yes. So on night two, uh, Snoop Dogg, you know, like was going to put um, the Miz in a match again. And Shane McMahon comes back. Like after hearing this shit for months and months and months that, Shane was never welcome back yeah. in WWE. He's just yeah. this, uh, uh, not blackballed, but just not welcome. Not so, welcome. Yeah. yeah. And then he shows that, up. That was a, that was a call by Vince, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And then Shane comes out and was going to have a match with the Miz, you know, it's like, and literally two moves into the match. A very basic, like bare bones. Oh, this is frog. wrestling one on one. Yeah, yeah. And he tears his quad. <laughs> well, and it's it's horrific to watch. Yeah, I watched it like, live. Yeah, I watched like I saw the footage on Twitter, so I saw it from the crowd. Like someone was holding up a phone, and it's just like uh, lay down, leapfrog, land, 
both legs give out. He tries to recover and just nothing. Nothing's there. Yeah. The only saving grace, and who, who would have ever thought this, Snoop Dogg saved that match. Yeah. So actually, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now, and it's yeah. uh, it was originally supposed to be The Miz versus Shane McMahon. Now yeah. it's listed as Snoop Dogg defeated The Miz by pinfall, which he <laughs> did. So yeah. I think Snoop saw exactly what was going on. He saw that, you know, that Shane was hurt. Like he was legit hurt. They came in right away. Like oh, the yeah, medical, no. they, you know, came in right away. Then yeah. uh, it's like, it's, I guess, I guess if you watch, watch it back, you can hear either the ref or the Miz or somebody calling to Snoop. It's like, get in there, you know, or maybe I think <laughs> Snoop hopped in right away. Yeah. Smacked the Miz. Like yeah. well, pretty strong right hand. It looked like yeah. knocked him down. And then I think you can hear the ref calling to Snoop. It's like, hit him with the rock bottom. Like rock bottom, rock bottom, and then he hits it. I mean, it was oh, people's elbow. People's elbow, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hits him with it. And I mean, it was you know again kind of lackluster. But I mean, yeah. it's Snoop Dogg. He's not a professional wrestler, even though he has done a match in AEW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hits the rock bottom and then wins the match. It's like really, like I mean, good on Snoop for being able to call that auto bolt, like to like hop in there and like save the match and and shit but it's like who would have thought like the last well i mean would i was gonna say like the last time you're gonna see a mcmahon in the ring you know in one way or the other yeah but we'll get to that later uh <laughs> but you know like he he's back for like two minutes he like and chain fucks his leg up and then it's over cool yeah yeah i'm, you, I'm looking at the results and like someone, and I know this is not the only person who's brought this up. Like, okay, so Shane goes in there, you know, like severely unprepared, as prepared as he might have thought he, he was. He didn't look good even running down the ramp. No, he did. Oh God, he looked puffy. It'd be he, like he me just... running down the ramp right now. Like, <laughs> I'd have to stop halfway, you know, and yeah. like lay down for a minute. But like, he yeah. didn't look good running down. So no, he did not. Um, but. Like, why, why not call? Like, of all the audibles to call, yeah, like a split second, great on Snoop Dogg for doing that. Yeah, but Bobby Lashley had yeah. nothing to do and nothing. I know that, like, I kept reading online, reading, reading online about this, uh, this LA Knight, and I don't know who this person is. Oh, he's very ta- entertaining. He's very talented. Okay, so like they were saying, like, why wasn't he involved in some sort of match, or you know, like so. I don't know. Like it to me, it's bad booking. Here's 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 a little tidbit of information that should shine a light as to how talented LA Knight is. The motion capture for WWE 2K22, seventy percent of the male motion capture was LA Knight. Okay, I get it. Like I don't even know who this guy. Is. I got to see a picture of him. Maybe I do know who he is. You probably do. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, like seriously, yeah, like seventy percent of the motion capture really? minimum of the male uh, performers' moves, entrances, yeah. celebrations yeah. in WWE 2K22 was LA Knight. Really? So yeah, that would have made more sense for him to have a match with the Miz instead of yeah. fucking Shane McMahon. But again, whose fingers do you think were in that? It's got to be. It's got to be Vince. 
It would have See, to. okay, so like I know we're gonna get into this, but yeah. at the same time, like Vince kicked Shane out of the company after like it was the Royal Rumble or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something. Um, and, and that was like that was like a year and change ago. So I don't think this was Vince. I think this was Triple H, maybe with a little bit of influence from Vince. But this this felt like a, a Triple H call, like trying to redeem or help his brother-in-law redeem himself. But like, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like that's a call that was like instantly regrettable as soon as the second move hit. Yeah, which again, fucking wrestling one hundred and one. Exactly. Uh, so let's see. Um, on February second, McMahon had quietly been let go by the company. The way he the way he had put the recent Men's Royal Rumble match together, which had a lot of changes, including booking himself to look stronger over full time wrestlers, led to bitterness backstage. I get that. Yep. I really do. Like, why have this? You know, like, let let's be. Shane is fucking old now. Yes. Not old, but you know what I mean. Like. He well, he's fifty three. The fuck is he doing out there? You he's fifty three and he's not a full time athlete. Exactly. You know, yeah, he might go to the gym. You know, a couple like even if he goes every day, he does like that. That ring rust is definitely a thing. You know, like even if he was <clears throat> yes. practicing, like I don't know, it's just yeah, just a a dumb, dumb, dumb thing. I mean, again, Snoop saving it, it was the only saving grace. Yeah, absolutely. After that match. Came the, in my opinion, the only, well, and I, you can't even say it that way, but like to me, it was the, probably the best match of the night mm. edge versus demon Finn Balor. Okay. So edges entrance, you know, was right up my alley. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he came out to South of heaven by Slayer. I mean, yeah. Like, but how do you go and, you know, people have commented about this on, on Twitter and, and Reddit and everything. How the, how do you go from Slayer to Alter Bridge? You know what I mean? They're two very, very, very different styles of music. No, well, not different styles of music, but different, uh, different uh, content, I guess. Because mm. they, they cut South of Heaven off before some very uh, controversial and dark things were said in that song. Well, that's probably reasons. the reason why. <laughs> yeah, but uh, at this, sorry, at the it, at the same time, ahead. night one, uh, Rey Mysterio came out to thirty seconds of Eddie Guerrero, yeah. and then it cut into six one nine. Yeah, but and before that, he came. It was still Dre. So yeah, in the yeah. low rider. I mean, that was tight. That was really tight. Yeah. But yeah. again, actually, okay, going back to night one, the Mysterio Mysterio match. Uh, really well done. Except for which part? The fact that it was fucking sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, yeah. And the whole night being sponsored by TurboTax. Do your taxes. Like, shut up. Like... I just... I Like, like, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Here's a a, a family (laughs) feud. Yeah. Here's a dad (laughs) beating the shit out of his son with a belt. Yes. Literally. Here's here's that son spitting in the face of his own mother. <laughs> like, yeah, that was his sister. Oh, but, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. But, like, like mm, cereal. Like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, it's oh, it's done. Didn't they? They had another match like that on uh, Sunday night too, didn't they? Uh, who the hell was it sponsored by? I can't remember. Maybe it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch again. I can't remember. I don't think so. Oh, 
Well, back to regardless. night. Yeah, back to night one. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul was 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 actually a decent match. You know, I hate that he's so talented. Yeah, I do too. But I like that he got beat, and I like that his you know POS <laughs> you know buddy there got you know that he hit his own buddy. That KSI, KSI? Yeah. yeah, through the table. That was decent. I liked it. You know, and I didn't even watch the John Cena match because, well, it's, eh, whatever. Again, I missed it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So let's get into the... We're talking about Edge and Finn Balor. Right. right. Okay. Right. I, yeah, I completely yeah. forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I know you're excited to get to the real good part, but... Yeah. Um, good is a relative term in this case. <laughs> Uh, James James pointed out like because he was watching it, uh, yeah. watching the pay per view, and James pointed out that Finn Balor was just fucking chairs at Edge, and yeah. Um, yeah. and like not really giving Edge a whole hell of a lot. So in James James Carberry, the guy that you and I know, yeah, Carberry eighty, um, <laughs> his theory is that Edge cashed in a receipt and Brady. nailed um, Finn Balor <laughs> with a with a ladder hard way. Yeah, and opened them up from like the, it the would look bridge. To be the... Like, oh fuck! It looked to be like an eight or nine inch cut on his head. Oh yeah, apparently, yeah, they, like they put staples in him. Yeah, like on... and then he kept yeah. going. Yeah, uh, there was something on Twitter about, or I think he actually posted something. It's like, no, there was no Novocaine shot. There was nothing. It was just staples that they put in him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking good on good on Finn for just. Yeah. muscling through that but, but holy shit you almost think that the ending was pushed you like like they they really like it's like hey we got to get this done because he's like gonna bleed out or something not bleed out you know like cause yeah. a mess um yeah. yeah like i don't like it, it it fell flat to me really like it to me it was like it was a decent match but it just there, there was it was something missing like considering the hate those two have for them for each other you'd figure that they'd want to put on a better show, but again, maybe you know with that massive cut in his head, they just couldn't. It, it does still beg the question: like, what is the point of the Judgment Day? Because uh, Rhea Ripley is the only victor of the entire yeah. group. Yeah, and everyone else just like, well, uh, Damian Priest wasn't even in it, was he? No, he he didn't have a match at all. Yeah, this weekend, so I don't think. Dominic Mysterio lost. Finn Balor lost. Yeah. To the guy who uh, created the group. Yeah. Like, and then they what is the point? Him. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I I think it was just to end a a grudge match or, or you know end of end the end of that story, which will will tie into what we'll end up talking about after this. But it's just sure. We, we're good with the the edge match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to bring. No, up no. Yeah, thing. but yeah, you're right. Like it, like it was the most <laughs> gruesome uh, match of the night. And funny enough, uh, after that match, they took an extended commercial break. Yeah, like, and they ran a bunch of promos and this and that and whatever because they actually changed the ring mat. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. believe it. Like because of the <laughs> amount of blood that was on it. So, um, okay. So we're going to talk about the the absolute shit show that was the universal or the the undisputed championship match. Yeah. Cody Rhodes came in as the challenger, you know, as the the American Nightmare, you know, son of the American Dream, hmm. formerly Stardust. 
you know, yes. went on to yeah. AEW, was, you know, formative with AEW against the biggest piece of shit <laughs> in WWE. I mean, not, okay. And that's just me being a mark, I guess. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's no, doing no. his Roman job. Reigns plays the character yes. well. Yes. Roman Reigns. I mean, he plays that heel character and that, you know, that abusive, you know, father figure really well because that's exactly what he's doing yeah. and has done for years now. Yeah. The match was 35 minutes long. Mm. Like, it was a lot of buildup, a lot of, you know, this and that and whatever. It was well done. There are so many close calls. So many. Mm. Like, mm. you know, that uh, Solo Sequoia, Sequoia uh, yep. he interfered twice. And the yep. third time he did, ref booted him out. Which is the right thing to do. I don't even yeah. know why he was fucking down there in the first place. Again, storytelling. Again, that's me being yep. a mark. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, you know, then after he got booted, you know, like they should have booted Paul Heyman at the same time. You know, there shouldn't have been anybody ringside. Match goes on, you know, they, they each hit, I think Cody hit like three or four people's different finishers. You know, like he hit, uh, he had a figure four, he had a pedigree, he had, um, yeah, he had a bunch of others. I can't think of them just off the top of my head. He, he also paid tribute to his family. Like yeah. there was, there was moves that were, that were in tribute to uh, the American dream. There were moves that were in tribute to gold dust, yeah. which was kind of fucking fun to see, you know? Yeah. And, you know, like everybody on the internet and myself and, you know, everybody that was watching this shit, it's like, okay, you know what? The Usos lost the night before. It's time. It's time to end this storyline, you know? Yeah. Like it, it's time to, 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 for, for Roman to drop at least one of the titles. And, you know, like, let's, let's have some, you know, some more competition instead of having just this monolith that you, that can't be beat. Right. And let's be honest, he hasn't been beaten in 947 days. And the only reason I say that is because they kept repeating it during the whole broadcast. He's been championship or been champion for 945 days now. It's like, okay. Them repeating it like that to me is like, okay. He's gonna hit a thousand. It's gonna. Yeah, yeah. They're calling their shot. Yeah, yeah. So the Usos actually came down during that match, and they attacked Cody, Cody, and laid him out. Immediately after the the Usos did that, KO and Sami Zayn ran in and beat the shit out of the Usos again. Yeah, that should have been the end of it. Cody hit three finishers right after that, like right in a row. Yeah. Somehow Roman kicked out because, you know, he's, you know, invincible. And mm-hmm. then, no, that's not, well, he, that did happen. But like when he, Cody was going for his third finisher in a row, Paul Heyman jumped up on the ringside, started yelling at the ref. And then that mm-hmm. solo came back through the crowd, gave Cody the fucking Samoan spike. And that was it. It was game over. It's like it deflated everything. Like yeah. it took the air out of everything that they had built out, built up in the last two and a half years. It's like, yeah. come on. Like it is the worst ending I've ever seen in my life. Like, and again, I've been watching this shit for like just about, you know, 35 years. Mm. I don't know. I don't like there. I I'm, 
I'm dejected. I'm just like, why am I watching this still? Like, I thought something would happen at the beginning of Raw last night. And we'll get into that in a, in a little bit. But yeah. it's like, how do you, like, you you took the storyline away from Sami Zayn and gave it to Cody after. You know? Like, Sami, like, trying to get out of that situation and, you know, and, and finally doing it. But to just have it shit the bed like this. Mm. Like, and there's lots of people online saying, oh, you know, it's just, it's part of a longer storyline. WrestleMania traditionally has been where storylines end. Yes. This is like the third WrestleMania in a row where he hasn't lost. Yeah. And we're not talking about streaks here because that's a whole other thing. He can't, Roman Reigns can't win without outside help. And that's that he's playing the role as a heel very well. He's playing that, that, that character well. Yeah. But it's tired. You know, people want something else. No, you know, like let's, Let's see something else, but I don't yeah. know. I, I just don't know. No, no, I, 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 I agree. Um, at the same time, to play devil's advocate, I mean, like you, you can't, you can't extinguish a fire when it's, when it's red hot. Granted, yes, absolutely, I, I agree. WrestleMania is generally, like historically, where um, storylines end. Yeah. Right. Um, but to have something continue on like it did last night on Raw, um, it just like, okay, then what was the point of WrestleMania? Well, exactly. You know, right? like I didn't watch all of Raw last night. I only, I caught a little bit of it. And then I was on my phone while I was at work last night, just watch, like reading what was happening. It's like, this is garbage. Mm-hmm. So traditionally... Uh, the night after WrestleMania is supposed to be like the wildest show of the year. And it was, you know, like it used to be anyways, mm-hmm. before WWE started acknowledging it, you know, yeah. when it was just a, you know, an organic, you know, fan thing, then yeah. it was fine. But now they acknowledge it. And then they just, they tried to have, I mean, like I said, I didn't watch it because like, but some of the shit that they did, like Triple H coming out at the beginning. Okay, so actually we'll get into this now. Sure. WWE is now owned by the same company that owns UFC. Yeah. Endeavor. I know very little about Endeavor. I know they're, I think they're not Saudi. I know they're con, some uh, no, Indian. They're, they're American. They're American. Oh, they are American. Okay. I thought with yeah. the last name, but. Um, <laughs> no. So... Lots of people are thinking of like what's going to happen here. So yeah. Endeavor owns fifty one percent of WWE now. Yes, and the McMahon family still owns forty nine percent shareholders. Shareholders, yeah. 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 So Triple H comes out on Raw last night and says nothing's going to change. He didn't say nothing's changing, but nothing is going to change. It's the way that he worded it. It's like, it's good. It's what it means is that I was reading online last night or this morning when I got home that Mm. months ago when, when the shit came out about McMahon, like Vince, that, uh, uh, he had some allegations and shit against him. Yeah. Um, he was fired 
and was never going to be put back in creative, like at the gorilla yeah. position there. What gorilla is, yeah. is like the people that call the matches as they go out yeah. and will send messages to the refs and, and or announcers as the uh, match is going on to how to end the match or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Triple H, Paul Levesque had been doing that for the last couple months. And then last night on Raw, it was Vince, 100%. If you, it, if you it, it had that feeling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. From what I was reading, everything about last night screamed Vince. Yeah. The dude yeah. is what, um, 75 years old ish, somewhere in there. Oh, he's been out of touch for a decade. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, go home. Go, go hang out on your billion dollar yacht. Yeah. You know, go try and pick up some, you know, 20 year old, you know, want to be NXT star that will probably blow you if you want them to. But like, just go away. Yeah. We're tired of you. Like, we're, like yeah. the, the, he's telling the same stories that he, like that he tried pulling in like the eighties <clears throat> and nineties. Yeah. It's like, it's, it, it's tiring. Yeah. I, it, so I didn't like, I don't have, I don't have yeah, cable. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I like you was just kind of like, grabbing what information I could and watching the clips that were posted online and all that stuff. And yeah, like last night uh, of the three hour raw, which quite frankly, like you should, they should, in my opinion, really cut that back down to two. Yeah. Especially with the content that happened last night, yeah. there was, there was barely 30 minutes period of actual wrestling yeah. last night. Like that's horrific for a three hour show. Mm -hmm. Lots of talking um, and just, posturing like yeah and then um uh there was reports and uh people saying that there was they were sitting uh behind uh like some sort of production crew for the team yeah for the show and they got script updates three times throughout the evening yeah which is again a very much vince mcmahon thing yeah yeah and then like this this was like i i i, I got sucked into it like every everything that's pat happened over the past year since Vince McMahon was kicked out and yes he forced himself back into yeah the position that he's in and who knows what the agreement is of uh since the sale but yeah like who knows? back in gr gorilla and creative um i uh i got sucked back in cuz the storytelling was just incredible it was long term storytelling and rooting for Cody Rhodes and mm -hmm. KO and Sami Zayn and yeah. and a few other wrestlers but something like okay so last night uh Cody approached Roman Reigns and Solo and just called him out on the bullshit yeah and um he demanded a rematch which is still or his right asked, yeah yeah he asked for a rematch right because it was definitely a dirty finish yeah um and they said no. And then so he said, oh, let's do something. Like, let's have a, a tag team match. And so Paul Heyman, like, again, like, this is, I, don't yeah. get us wrong. Yeah. We are marks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. So um, Paul Heyman put out the stipulation that it had to be from someone who wrestled over the weekend and someone who uh, is going to forfeit any opportunity to go for the Universal right. Championship. And right. out comes Brock Lesnar. Yeah. who is like he's already been blacklisted uh 
for that opportunity. So he has nothing to lose. And also, like, he has a, a score to settle. He got screwed over by uh, Paul Heyman. He yeah. got screwed over by the bloodline. He's got nothing to lose and everything to gain because the way I saw it, and I'm sure the way everyone else saw it, was, okay, so Brock Lesnar now sides with Cody and becomes a constant thorn in the bloodline's side because yep. Brock has nothing to lose, everything to gain. If Cody wins the Universal Championships or if Roman Reigns drops the titles because that means that, hey, now I can compete for those titles again. So, yep. again, that's what I thought. That's what everyone else thought. And then we get to the main event where it's a tag team match. Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar versus Solo and Roman Reigns. And then for no fucking reason whatsoever, Brock Lesnar attacks Cody Rhodes. That, that which, screams Vince McMahon. It like it it to me it makes Brock Lesnar's character the dumbest, most narrow-minded meathead I have ever seen in my entire life. Yep. I agree. Like I just I it, it it's dumb. Every part of of what what, what happened last night was dumb. The fact that the, the we're Brock, still talking about it is even dumber. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just like it, it, it honestly, like I was thinking about it at the gym. I was working out today and I was just yeah. like, this makes zero sense. Why Brock Lesnar's character would do that. Everything to gain, nothing to lose, throws it all out the fucking window. Yep. All of it. Yep. Stupid, 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 stupid. And so it's, it's because of that. I'm just kind of like, well, like I'm, I'm back to just like, not caring. Like yeah. I will watch, I'll watch and and pay attention to YouTube channels that I respect when it comes to reporting yeah. wrestling, which is cultaholic. And, um, there's another oh. really good one that I've watched. Some guys from the UK. can't remember. Their yeah, name. I know. And I, the, the, the well, it used to be name. what culture wrestling, but what are they now? The um, cultaholic. Is that that? No, no. Parts it's, fun known. Parts fun known, uh, which right. is attached to, um, God damn it. What the, Wrestle talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. guys are good. Those they're they're incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. I as as side side note. As soon as what culture, uh, like the the main crew from what culture, uh, created cultaholic. I'm like, uh, and I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, we're gonna talk about one more WWE thing, and this is kind sure. of just, and, it, and it's not really WWE, but it's uh, WWE Hall of Famer. Donald Trump was indicted on 34 charges today. Yay! <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much all I want to say about it because it's funny to me. But uh, yeah. the, the the joke that I saw on Reddit this afternoon when I woke up is that uh, somebody was in, in a thread was asking, he's like, um, what are, like, what, what do you mean indicted? It's like, well, if you go on Google and search Trump Rule 34, You'll uh, you'll find all the information that you want ever want to find out. Now, to all of our, oh, no. to, to all of our <laughs> listeners that don't know what Rule Thirty Four is, there's a list of rules for the internet. Yes, Rule Thirty Four reads: if it exists, pornography exists of it. So that means he this dude sent a bunch of people to look up Donald Trump porn. I love I love the fact that there's a total of 34 charges 
and and you could tie that. Oh, oh no, just, that that worked. That's that's too like that's it's almost too perfect. Like it's like the internet <laughs> is just like just screaming for it, right? Yeah, I like it. Oh, that's brilliant. I love it. I love it. You know, what? we're gonna talk about something completely different now, just because like it's sure. something more something that I'm actually being into. And I don't know if we've talked about this show before, but have we talked about Star Trek Picard on here? No. Okay, I'm a huge Star Trek nerd have been since I again a kid you know like I remember watching like yep. the next generation I was like nine right um have you watched any of it uh, I watched the first and second season okay so I watched first two episodes of the third season but go go off man I'm, yeah. I'm like you're not gonna spoil it for me I'm still gonna watch it uh oh I'm not gonna do any spoilers I just wanted to mention like so the first two seasons of of Star Trek Picard are kind of they were meh you know, like mm. they brought back uh, like some interesting characters in season one, like seven of nine from Voyager, you know, and just mm. uh, Riker from the next generation was in season yeah. one. Season yeah, Troy. Yeah. Season two is kind of set in the past, like in our future. Like it's just, it was dumb. Season three feels like what the final movie of the next generation should have been. But Generations? No, it, it, well, like, uh, Nemesis. This Nemesis. feels like, yeah, like this, like okay. this is what it, what Nemesis should have been. Mm. Like it, it's big, it's epic, it's mm. uh, like massive fight scenes, like like drama, and you know, so many throwbacks to, like, uh, DS Nine and uh, and Voyager. Like actually, they showed the USS Voyager in one of the episodes. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. seven or nine, like it comes up in conversation, and yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, when you watch farther ahead, you'll see where, where they're at, but like, okay, it, and it's no spoiler, but like, Worf is in it, and Jordy is in yeah. it, and Dr. Yeah. Crusher's in it, and Riker's yeah. in it. It's like, yeah, it's so incredibly well done. Like, it, the first two seasons of Star Trek Picard were not well received by. Fans and critics alike. I mean, I liked him because, like, it's the nostalgia factor. Lots of people mm -hmm. didn't because of poor storytelling. It goes back mm. to the WWE shit, right? You know, right. poor storing, poor storytelling is going to lead to pissed off people, and I hundred percent get that. Right. Um, I've read about three people that have been mad at season three of Picard. Oh, really? It's that good. Like, it is that fucking good. Yeah. Like, uh, the problem is it, it goes down to, you know, the, the Netflix generation, you know, and Amazon prime and, you know, having complete seasons drop in one day and you binge watch oh. the entire thing in one day. All you youngins have no idea what this is like, <laughs> Yeah, but that's, but that's what this is now. It's like, it's episodic. Yeah. It's once a week. Yeah. So I don't like that because I got used to having it you know like all at once you know like stranger things drops you know stranger things dropped in two two parts but mm. you know like i don't know mm. it, it 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 pisses me off but i'm enjoying it because i get to think about it more right mm. um i think there's three episodes left so i'm like episode eight will drop this thursday and it's it's gonna be big i'm guessing really good it's been really good so far so if you haven't check it out 
Um, and actually, I started. I rewatched a couple episodes of The Orville the other day. Oh, just I needed something to watch while I was just hanging out on the couch, like you know, pretty much background noise while I'm playing on my phone. So right. I pulled up a couple episodes of The Orville, and it still holds up a hundred percent. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. What what episodes were they? Like the first, like the pilot. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? Start right from the yeah, beginning. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah yeah. Um. um so. Uh, on on that, um, it was it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was uh, Keegan Michael Key's birthday, and um, he was actually in the news because it was his birthday. But also, it had come out that uh, his most recent uh, episodic uh, project, the reboot, uh, was canceled after one season. Yeah, and I I didn't even I didn't even hear about this. Yeah. Um, and uh, Keegan Michael Key. Johnny Knoxville uh, and, and a handful of other actors. I'm like, oh shit! Oh, I wonder where it is. So I go and look, and like, oh, it's, it's on one of the streaming services that I subscribe to. Yeah, I binge watched the entire fucking first season at work <laughs> <laughs> in one shot. Yeah, and it was it's how is this show canceled? It was what, hilarious. What was this show? Reboot. Not not the not, not the, the not the Canadian. Not, uh, no, no, I, no, no, animated from yeah, uh, yeah, from the nineties, yeah. Because it like Johnny Knoxville, like I had no idea this man had range. Like he did, he did one stunt in this entire series. One stunt, he got really? hit by a car, right? And the rest of it is Johnny Knoxville being this this troubled but you know full of heart and hope. Uh, actor who's trying to rebuild his life. He's a recovering alcoholic and uh, he gets into trouble, but at the same time, like it's not enough to screw. Like, yeah, I like, I, I became like a, a newfound fan of Johnny Knoxville and I want to see him in more serious projects. It's on Hulu. What's that in Canada? What's Hulu in Canada? Oh, where the hell did I watch it? Did I want, I must've watched it. I watched it on Disney plus. Oh, I have Disney plus. Yeah. I'm going to put that on my phone for work tonight. It's, I, I liked it. Like it, hmm. it's from start to finish. And it's like, you get to the end of it. Like, no, no, I want more. I'm going to have checked it out. So I'm going to, one more reference to WrestleMania, but uh, sure. there is a short interview with, uh, with Johnny Knoxville because he was at WrestleMania. Yeah. And, you know, it's like how, how much he still hates Sami Zayn. And that's fine. You know, he's still playing up that, you know, that the, the match from last. Was it last year or two years ago? I think it was, it was last, last year. year. It was yeah. last year. Yeah. Anyways, there was a Twitter video out and it's like uh, somebody had again posted on, on Squared Circle on Reddit. And uh, mm. they're like, yeah, there was one very obnoxious fan that wasn't very happy when Johnny or when uh, when Sami Zayn and KO won. And all it is is the video of them. The person sitting in their seat looking up, and it's just Johnny Knoxville, like, just screaming <laughs> at him. It's, and it's funny. I like it. I like Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's yeah. all, like, all with all the jackass shit, and, you know, like, and his actual, like, his acting, you know, like, was actually pretty well. Because he was in, well, he's in Man in Black 2. And, yeah, yeah. And he did pretty well in that. Just, yeah. Yeah, like, he, I think he's a um, walking tall. Remember that movie? Yeah, with the, with the, with rock. the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Like, Again, he was good. He was funny in that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure WWE paid for that movie. 
Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm willing to bet that, that I'm pretty sure it was like front and center funded by the WWE. Because it was a reboot of uh, the 1974. C- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it books or something? Yeah. It was based off a true story and it was made into a 1970s movie and then they they redid it with The Rock. Yeah. And production companies was well, not the top one, but it is WWE films. Yeah, there so. you go. Yeah. Because I think there's more than one wrestler in that. I'm trying to see. I don't think there was. I think it was just Dwayne. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, don't matter. Hmm. Kobe Smulders was in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. She must have been young mm. then. I think she was uh, The Rock's main character's sister. Or cousin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she would have been like twenty-two in that movie if that came out yeah. in 04. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um. So I went and spent a lot of money the other day. Hmm. Yeah, I went and bought a new truck. Yeah, sexy little thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's not little. <laughs> it's not little. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm gonna piss off a lot of you know people in in cities and stuff with it you know like it's a 2019 f-150 and it is lifted a little bit not it's got it has a leveling kit in it it doesn't have it's not like a full-on you know like six inch lift where you need a big step to get into it right uh well we've talked about my link my lincoln before it's like and i didn't get rid of it i kept it as my mine rocket you know, right. I'll, I'll drive that back and forth because it's, I'll mile the shit out of it. You know, I'll just yeah. drive that till it's dead or yeah. I hit a deer with it because there's lots of deer <laughs> right now. Jesus. Or if you like my brother hit a bear with it. <laughs> a bear. Okay. That's, that's one up on what I did. The worst thing I ever hit was a moose. So, but, um, no, it, it, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that story, but anyway, yeah. go ahead. Uh, no, it was about time for me to buy a new vehicle. So, you know, it, uh. I, it was the first one that I drove when I went to the, uh, the dealership and yeah. So you no, know, like when I was saying like, I'm going to piss people off in parking lots. Like I am not like when I had an, another truck similar to this years ago okay. and, uh, 10 years ago, actually a little more. Hmm. Um, when I go to the city with a truck like that, I do not park anywhere near where I'm going. I park at the back of parking lots. That's actually actually really considerate of you. Yeah. No, and, and it's it's for multiple reasons. It's because like I know that I'm driving a larger truck, a larger vehicle, right. that right. I want to park in an open area where I'm not trying to squeeze into a little spot that's meant for a little car. I'm parked at the back where there's usually lots of spots. I yep. need the exercise anyways, so I'll walk in. <laughs> so Fine. but yeah, like I know like there's lots of threads get on reddit or you know like and there's articles it's like how large vehicles are killing us it's like you know what go fuck yourself like <laughs> like i i i do i do what get what they're saying though you know like there is like there is something to be said about visibility in a large vehicle like that mm-hmm. uh and mine's not even that big you know like comparatively to other vehicles but i mean like my truck compared to like say a 1980s you know pick up the same size like there is a definite size difference um, if you live where I live, a truck is almost necessary. You know, like you were like, 
say if I want, I need to go buy some, like I'm, I'm building a deck and fence this summer. Right. Um, I'm not going to be able to just, you know, like go to Home Depot and buy the boards I need and get them delivered. It's like, no, right. I have to go get that shit myself because it's, they, they don't deliver to where I live. I live in the middle right. of nowhere. So it's necessary. And especially like, they don't clean the highways that well here during the winter. So like having a truck like this is more necessary, especially for me to get to my job. So, right. Right. But it was time. It's very pretty. It's good. It's like the first vehicle that I've bought in. Oh shit. I bet 20 years that wasn't black except for one, one off. That I <laughs> okay. Had. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's blue. It's velocity blue. It's so like Ford blue, but hmm. yeah. hey, you know what? You said F one fifty. At least it's not white. I, you know, they had a bunch on on the lot there. They're like, oh, I know, we got a bunch of white ones. I'm like, no. Yes, I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am not interested. If like, if you only had white F one fifties, I would go someplace else or wait till you got something else in because I am not buying a white F one fifty. I know of like. Four people off the top of my head that have white F-150s. I know too many people who have yeah. four white Ford F insert number here. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Okay, tell me the story about your brother hitting a bear. Because that sounds really like fucking scary he, to me, actually. Him, him and my mother years ago went in uh, together to uh, purchase a... Uh, I can't remember the year. I want to say like a 19... 19- no, no, it was a 2001 Pontiac Grand Am. Mm. And it's a high quality vehicle. Bell, yeah, <laughs> bells and whistles uh, and uh, like a flare kit and, and uh, you know, er- like everything, right? Yeah. Um, my brother stuffed a, a, a subwoofer. Oh, for and sure a, he did. Bang and, sp- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, metallic, fleck, yeah, yeah, burgundy, yeah. the whole deal. Anyway, yeah. um, he was working at a, uh, a sawmill. And, um, the, I know the sawmill. In fact, years later, it turns out I would be driving a bus to and from that sawmill just to get people, you know, coming on to shift and coming off of shift right now was a bus driver. Yeah. Anyway. So there was a bus service for this sawmill that my brother would working at, but yeah. he refused to take the bus. He would take the grand am. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's, it's a 45 minute drive one way. Right. So yeah, it's a hike. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Whatever the whatever the situation is, it's yeah, in yeah. the past. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So apparently, my mom got a phone call one night and like, uh, mom, I, I, I got into a car accident. I'm okay, but uh, yeah, like, yeah, the car is gonna be coming back home. I'll catch the bus home. Uh, but uh, it'll it'll be coming home on a flat deck wrecker. Uh oh. Like. <laughs> so that's like, not good. Oh shit! No, right? That's not good. Nope. So yeah. Um, anyway, car comes home, and uh, my, my brother hit a bear. Now, like, just you know, we we live in the north, mm-hmm. right? So wildlife will like yeah. it happen, right? And that's what insurance is for. Yeah. Except for except for one problem, <laughs> when uh, when my brother went into the insurance place to give his statement as to what happened. Uh, yeah, apparently, and I, it's such a long time ago, but apparently what he said was he said the truth. And the truth was is that he was doing about a buck 30. <laughs> <laughs> and he nailed the bear. Yeah. You don't say and, that. 
And so the insurance company went, nope. Yep. <laughs> and that car sat in his yard for years. Oh, like, yeah. It was yeah. Done. There was nothing they can do about it. And I mean, it probably cost thousands and thousands of dollars to fix. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the block was cracked. The frame oh, was done. The front end was like, you're yeah, better off selling it for parts then. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? Yeah. So that was that was the one and only lesson that my mom gave him. It was like, yeah, it's commendable that you told the truth, but sometimes fucking don't. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So what are you listening to this week? I got a couple of fun ones, and one of them I actually I, I needed your help with because oh. uh, another I think I did I not send you a clip on Facebook? Probably, man. I guess I sent you a clip of a solo that um, a, a, a another friend of ours, Mark uh, from Marked Up Media, he's like he he sent me this forty five second clip of him stumbling across a guitar solo, and he can't fucking remember where the hell it came from, and I heard it, and I'm like. I know this, but fuck, what the hell is it? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, so, I just look back to the conversations like, yeah. Cause, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, I asked I asked you. I asked uh, a few other people. I even asked, like, a, a good friend of mine who's, like, a longtime radio broadcaster in Vancouver. What is this? And uh, before I had a chance to, uh, to get an answer out of uh, Shazam, which is absolute shit. Um, it it works well, but it like it's. It, it, oh yeah, no! I tried. Yeah. I tried to play this clip for Shazam, and it had no fucking idea. Yeah. Um. But uh, I think I think you gave me an answer, and uh, Todd Hancock from the uh, Toddcast podcast uh, came back immediately and said, "Candlebox, far behind." Yeah. I, so I sent it. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to about like about three seconds of it, and I knew exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. So. That, that was right up my wheelhouse, right in my wheelhouse. Oh yeah, like in the nineties. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, Mark actually, like, he just he stumbled across that. He's like, I know this, and he played the solo. It's like, where the fuck is this from? Yeah. So yeah, Candlebox and Far Behind. And it was I can't remember. I think it was on a movie. It was probably in a couple movies. I think every yeah. movie about the nineties, it's like just that's just you know what happens. Yeah, it had it has that very uh, melodic and peaceful opening to it, and then it yeah. just ramps up. Yeah. yeah. Um. So my first one is, uh, and I'm surprised I haven't talked about this band before. And it's not even a band; it's just it's a duo. Um, mm. it's uh. One second, I'm just I'm adding this these songs right now into the the found singles podcast. Pod, sure. Uh, sure. Playlist. Spotify, list. Spotify list. list. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's this, when I, you know, can't sleep, I, I take some marijuana pills and whatever, and I watch some weird ass, uh, videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. There's this one called Star Trek acid party. And I'm really surprised I haven't talked about, talked about this before. Star Trek acid party. Yeah. I'll put okay. a link to that. Sure. Um, so what it is, is like this dude, he, he took a bunch of episodes of Star Trek and edited them up really weird, <laughs> weird effects and shit and put this really weird soundtrack to it. And mm. I, I Shazammed a couple of these songs and then I started listening to the bands that they were. So mm. 
The song is Roy G. Biv, so like the colors of the rainbow, by Boards of okay. Canada. Boards of Canada is not a band from Canada. They're from like Sweden or something. They're like okay. uh, uh, electronic, ambient, weird-ass duo that makes okay. like electronic music. Check it out. It is super fucking weird. But if you are in end up taking like some edibles or something and you watch like Star Trek Acid Party have a good time let's tell you that much like i will send like tyler like you know a, a picture of just like one scene from from star trek acid party he's like oh you're having a good night tonight i'm like yep <laughs> I, I i've got it going on right now so <laughs> yeah, you're oh you're it, it's way better when you're high i'll tell you that for sure but uh right. it's uh it's a trip man it's like 40 minutes long yeah just, just awesome just, just wait uh, what's your second one? Um, you you remember? Uh, oh God damn it! The name just slipped from me. But it, uh, here comes the boom. Pod. Uh, sorry. Pod. P-O-D. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I was looking for pod. Here comes the boom. But I stumbled across Rise of the North Star. Here comes the boom. And it's it's a completely different song. It is not a uh, a, a cover or a remake or anything like that. But fuck, it's good. Mm-hmm. Like it's got a good hard opening to it, and never even heard of Rise of the North Star before. And it's funny when you uh, when you you know find songs like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just randomly, you know, searching for something else. Like, oh, I'll try this. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely... What's this? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll definitely uh, I'll give it a, a check out here. Probably yeah. on my way to work tonight. Yeah. Uh, my last one is. Uh, in honor of Edge, mm. obviously, and it's going to be South of Heaven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Has to be. But, you know, so we were, uh, we were, or somebody was talking about it too. It's like, I think Anthrax is the only one out of the big four to not be involved in professional wrestling. Okay, the big I think four. You're right. Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Slayer and Anthrax. Metallica, mm. obviously. Slayer, obviously, from the weekend. Megadeth, yeah. uh, he they did uh, Goldberg's theme for a short period in WCW. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. but Anthrax, there's got to that, that can't be right. Like, I I think you're right. Uh, f- fun little note: uh, I was running a contest over the weekend, giving away a pair of tickets to go see Megadeth in Kelowna, nice. and. Um, I, I, I didn't make it easy. Well, I also, at the same time, I didn't make it difficult. Yeah. I put out a couple of trivia questions, and one of the trivia questions was, um, <laughs> and I had to get it right to qualify to win these tickets, uh, Megadeth, Metallica, Anthrax, and Slayer are considered what? And the big answer, the answer is the big four. Yes. Or the big four slash, or thrasher metal band. Yeah. Um, there was, there was one person who got pissed off because I didn't accept her answer. And she said, Satanists. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can't even call Slayer uh, Satanist because like mm-hmm. the lead singer is like Roman Catholic for fuck's sake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's but, all a but, show but, kids. It's all a show. Yeah. Like, but that, but yeah, that one person who tried to win these tickets to go see Megadeth, like that's the wrong answer. <laughs> uh, boy. Well, they... What? You, come on! <laughs> like, no, fuck no, you. Stupid ass people. Anyways, this has been episode forty-four of Lost Signals. My name is Daryl. I'm JD. 
We will see you out there. Take care. Satanism. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway.